All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is honored to have on board from season 10 of The Voice, Ryan Quinn. Ryan, thanks for joining us tonight, bud. Thanks so much for having me, Brad. Honored to have you on board. All right, before we talk about your epic battle round uh, victory, let's let's just rewind it just a bit. This is your first time on a show, and just touch on the blind audition real quick, and then we'll spring forward. Um, talk a little bit about that experience coming out there and singing in front of those legends like that, and the whole. I'm sure it was really nerve wracking. Kind of paint a picture for us and talk us through that. Sure. Uh, yeah. It- Nerve-wracking is, is one way you could put it. Horrifying is another way you could put it. It was um, it was really intimidating. And, I mean, I had been preparing for it, as we all were, for quite a while. And it just kept getting kind of scarier and scarier instead of, you know. So you, you'd think that the more time that went on, you'd feel more prepared. And though I was prepared, like, with my song, um, the idea of singing in front of them never, you know, got any better. But, um... Right before I went on, I was I was very very nervous, and I was just kind of talking to people backstage to clear my head and and let it all out so I could have a hopefully good performance. And when I went on stage, uh, my heart was pounding real 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 heavy. And I just remember closing my eyes and hearing the music, and I just started to sing with my eyes closed. And by the time that I opened them, Christina had turned around. And it was the greatest feeling in the world. Mm, oh, man, the way that it was lifted off of my uh, off of me was unbelievable. And uh, I, I think at that moment I just was like, okay, I guess no matter what happens, I'm good. So I might as well just give it my all mm-hmm. and see what happens. And it was just a mind-boggling experience. Yeah, you know, I've asked the same question to a lot of the voice contestants over the past few seasons, and they. A lot of them say this similar things like like in hindsight when they look back some of them can't even remember half of the performance actually it's like it was just like a blur to oh, them. I absolutely blacked out as well mm. yeah they even said they had to go on YouTube like the next day after uh, you know after it aired or whatever to look at it and oh wow I, I didn't even remember I, I didn't even remember seeing it or doing that yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's definitely true awesome all right, man, and of course you got everybody to turn around for you. Um, you picked Adam Levine to be your coach. Talk about that a little bit, about the experience working with Adam. Sure. Um, working with him or why I chose to pick Adam? Well, both. I'll just tackle both of those. Sure. Um, well, I, I really did never imagined to have all of them turn around. And um, mm. it was an incredible it, it, I could, didn't comprehend it. I couldn't comprehend it. And um, I made, you know, preconceived decisions of who I thought I was going to pick. I think they said I would, on the show that I think I said to throw. And um, any of them would have been great. But in the moment, yeah. Adam just, I don't know, I just connected with him based on musical influences. And, and I, mean, I guess he's a, a guy with a high voice like me. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could bond over that. And... He connected with my job, that my teacher's assistant job, and, and he said that he had a teacher that brought out his musical potential, and I thought it was really cool. And in the moment, it was my gut decision to go with him. And then working with him, he is a really down-to-earth, he's scattered brain in a good way. He has a lot of ideas, but he's a really nice guy. And 
And he, um, you know, he's, they're all so incredibly famous and, you know, well-versed at their crafts, but they don't make you feel small. Yeah. They, um, they really, they really do want you to succeed. And, and he certainly wanted me to do well. And I was so excited about the song that he gave me for the battle round. It's one of my absolute favorite songs in the whole world. Yeah. Maybe I'm amazed. It's one of my favorite songs too. I love that whole genre of, uh, and, and the music of that time. Um, and that's a good segue in. You battled Katie um, Baston, who's also an awesome singer herself. Um, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. And what a great battle it was, and I'm sure her talent level obviously pushed the envelope for you um, to even rise up even more. Talk about that experience with that song and battling her. Yeah. And that song I played in my in my sets, um, and I, I've I've grown up with Paul McCartney, so I was just so honored to be able to sing that on national television. And singing with Katie, I mean, we got along really well just as people. Mm -hmm. that, that helped so much. I mean, we have like a really similar similar sense of humor, and uh, we both just loved singing so much and wanted to push each other and wanted to work with each other to make it the best possible sounding tribute to Sir Paul that we could possibly make it. <laughs> no pressure. You know, it, <laughs> no pressure at all, right? So, <laughs> so um, we would stay up, I mean, she was actually sick for most of the time we were doing this. I felt terrible. Uh, she was sick for the vast majority of the time we were preparing. But oh, wow. always great when both of y'all can move on and don't you know uh, as opposed to saying goodbye to somebody you know that that's a that's a really yeah. good deal well y'all you know obviously it was a fantastic performance the youtube video on the voice channel of your of the song uh, that y'all sang maybe i'm amazed last time i checked it was approaching seven hundred thousand views already and that, that, that's amazing yeah, it was like 676,000 this morning, and I'm sure, obviously, it's more than that now, so yeah, it's got to be close to 700,000. Wow, that's a lot more than I thought it was. That's yep. really cool to hear. <laughs> yep, yep, that's where it's at, man. It's amazing. Um, wow. <laughs> maybe I'm amazed. There you go. That's just <laughs> maybe I'm amazed. <laughs> um, all right, so after the song... Right after the battle, of course, you hugged, you got hugged one another, and now you got to turn around and look at the judges. And of course, Adam is the key guy here. He has to decide um, how confident were you with your performers that he was going to pick you, since of course Katie's performance was so good. Also, were you, were you nervous that he that he was maybe you know maybe it was time to go home? No, oh, I wasn't confident in my. Yeah, I wasn't confident at all. <laughs> I was just really hoping that. Um, that we 
Harvard because again, I mean, when you're on there, people don't understand. Like, it's just you, you have a, essentially like ninety seconds to two minutes to be perfect right. for these huge celebrities that they're coaches, but they're judging you, and you're on national television for everyone to see, and like no pressure, right? None. So you kind of black out and just just kind of try to forget that and just do your best. Um, so I didn't really know how it sounded afterwards. I was like, I hope I didn't crack. I hope I didn't go flat anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but the energy felt good, and I was just hoping that I would get stolen if I didn't win. That was yeah. really my only hope. How much time do you have to but, prepare? How much time do you have to prepare for the, for the Battle Round song? Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's 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 a good amount of time. I thought it was maybe less than that. Two weeks is pretty good. Yeah, that's maybe that might be a little bit generous, um, but somewhere close to that. Yeah, it's it's a little it's it's enough time to to feel confident in in one song, mm-hmm. especially a condensed version of one, and when that's your purpose for why you're there mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know make this one song sound as good as you can with somebody else. Let me ask you. Time to feel prepared. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this: When you're, of course, you guys prepare for the song. You, you, you do your rehearsals, but when it's crunch time and you're actually singing the song, do you in your head is there strategy going on? Like, like, did you do anything differently during the actual battle as opposed to what you did in rehearsal? Like, maybe hit an extra high note to try to impress the judges? Because at the end of the day, it is a competition. You're trying to win. Yeah. And um, I think I wasn't thinking like I'm going to do this to make them impressed or anything. I think I just tried to, you know, if we have our, our blueprint in rehearsals and everything, and then you just kind of forget everything and you just are in the moment and you have to like nail the harmonies and stuff. But I, I definitely did a couple of things a little bit differently. Sure. What was more nerve-wracking for you, the blind audition or the battle round song? When you're singing, can you see him? When you're doing the blinds, can you audience? Can you see him? You can, you can, sort of. Um, mm-hmm. You can see them better in the battles. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's actually it's, it's a smaller crowd than you would think. I think it's probably it's like 500 people, maybe. Mm-hmm. And which that's, that's a good amount of people, but I mean, they, with the camera angles, it looks like it's you know a thousand or something. So mm-hmm. they're all pretty. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, they're, when they're looking at you, you can you can see it. 
see that they are looking at you. They're looking you in the eye, and mm-hmm. you know it, and it's a little scary, but <laughs> wow. they're, people. They're, just, they're nice people. Still pretty surreal, though. I mean, you got these legends, and they all, all of them are legends, too. They're not just, like, famous musicians. They're legends in their own rights, each one of them. Yeah. Look at the record sales and what they've done in the industry. Just, it's amazing. Um, um, let me ask you this: um, What has Adam Levine taught you that's made you an even better performer and singer than you than you were coming into the show? You know, he and Tori Kelly during the the battle round process were. Mm-hmm really helpful in this one really specific way for me in that I used to kind of doing like the happy hour scene at bars and stuff and restaurants and mm-hmm. I'm essentially the, the human jukebox you know so I, I play a bunch of cover tunes I make them my own but I play like every genre of music you know, for three hours and I'm in the background and there's you know people there to see me but most people were there to you know have gin and tonics and eat fried calamari <laughs> and I'm an afterthought so <laughs> so now that you know you're on you know the biggest yeah that's changed a little bit over the last country few yeah yeah you could say that <laughs> um, he and, he, he and Tori made me more aware of um, not getting so far in my head mm. and and performing Hmm. I still have a lot of work to do with that uh, because I'm so used to having like an instrument, whether it be a key, a keyboard or a guitar. Right. Just like stand there and sing, it takes a lot for me to. I'm also six foot four and really gangly, so I like think a lot about my body movements and like yeah. I look awkward and stuff. So he, they, they really told me to, to get out of my head and to just just be in the moment and just sing from your heart, really. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in the background, you, can, you have all this time that you can walk off into the distance, you sing these songs every Friday, you know, the, like, yeah. the your hand, and you just get through the night. So, hmm. I now, can't live in my head as much as what they told me. And I think that's great advice, because you have the talent that's already given. You can sing, and you can sing really good. So I think frame of mind is really, really key. If your frame of mind is right, everything just comes along in one package. You know, absolutely. Yeah, man. What about recognition, man? You getting? I'm guessing more and more people coming up to you for pictures and, and autographs these days, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. You know, it still hasn't. Um, the magnitude hasn't entirely hit me, but every day it's getting a little bit clearer. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, today, today I went to the bank. Yep. Okay, I went to the bank. Every single. Teller in the bank wanted a picture with me. Ah, oh, that's great, man. It, it was adorable. It was yeah. fantastic. Or like I'm, I'm in the mall or something, like, I don't know, looking at a shirt and like three people out of nowhere, like, you know, come from behind. You're like, oh my God, are you that guy? It's <laughs> just grocery store, same thing. You know, it's, it's yeah. a you know, small town. Um, I'm, I'm from a small town upstate New York called Clinton. There's not a whole lot going on, you know, not mm-hmm. in a bad way, it's just, you know, small town USA, so yeah. it's, it makes it that much more special, I think. Yeah, you ought to talk to Sawyer Fredericks, he's also from upstate New York, and he's definitely walked your shoes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, uh, 
Wow. So. I'm from Mayapack, New York. It's about 50 miles north of New York City. I'm from Putnam County, New York. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yep. I left there when I was 18. Cool. Uh, yeah, I graduated high school there and grew up there and left for the military. And I've lived in the South ever since, but that's where I grew up. Yep. That's pretty oh, close. That's to, really cool here. Yeah, man. Pretty close to the Catskill Mountains. Oh, absolutely, I, I knew a lot of a lot of kids from my high school went there. Went to that school. <laughs> Small world, man. Yeah. And and you know, um, Abby Selso is one of the artists on Team uh, Pharrell. Yep. And she's from Rochester. Look at that, Rochester, New York. Yep, that's that's great. A lot of talent up there, man. Comes from that part of the country. Um, ton <laughs> of it. So now you're off to the knockout rounds. Um. Has that set in yet? Yeah, yes it has. <laughs> um, I mean, it is, it is strange. I remember, you know, I remember watching last season and being like, wow, I'm going to be doing that kind of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. that's just going to air on TV. This is weird. Um, and now it's, it's finally happening. And it is, it is strange how quickly everything's airing and, and happening. Sure. Have you had that moment yet, Ryan, where you're like, we're, I mean, this has got to be all surreal. You know, here you are from upstate New York, and I mean, and the, from from what I've been told by many of the, the singers that I've talked to on The Voice over the past few seasons, there's a tremendous amount of competition that you have to go, go through just to get to auditions. Um, and now you've, of course, you, you know, of course you've leaped a lot of hurdles, and you, and you had that really epic blind audition performance and now you had a fantastic battle round victory has a moment hit you like holy crap man i can't believe i'm here it's like this is a did you think you'd get this far it, it, I, that hits me like every other day i feel that way hmm. it's um well i don't i don't understand the magnitude of, of the exposure yeah yet. i do understand the magnitude of being in this position and how rare it is. Yeah. And how select and how fortunate I am. Yeah, man. Able to be there. And yes, I am so ridiculously gracious for this. Yeah. It, it is just like an otherworldly dream. You know what, man? My, my advice to you is. Universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My advice to you is to soak up every inch of this, too, man, because it's going to go away one day. Now, of course, we all pray. We all pray that you, you maintain your, you know, your career and, and, you, and you spin off to have a huge, huge success. That'd be awesome. But life's a long time, you know, and and you know these these moments in, in life, you know, they're little chapters. And really soak it up, man. Don't 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 take it for granted. Soak up every every minute of this. I'm trying my best, man. <laughs> I know, I know you are. Man. All right. Oh, I know. So, so much stuff coming at you. I mean, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, understand, man. Um, how did you end up on the show in the first place? Well, I uh, like I auditioned for either like season three or four. I just did an open call, and I just I didn't get anywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
know, so I was like, oh, well, that sucks. I guess I'm going to have to keep working, and if I want to do this, I'm going to have to, you know, apparently get better and better. So I just kind of had the idea on the back burner for the past four years. And after, you know, my parents and, and my girlfriend and my students and random people at my gigs, you know, bombarded me with the idea again. <laughs> okay, fine, I'll audition again. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh... I, I did an open call in Manhattan in July, just you know, on the whim, and and I didn't expect to get anywhere, and I did. I got through, and, and there are so many rounds before you get to the blind. Mm -hmm. So every time I was like, oh, I hope I can just get past this round. I don't even care if I get there. I just want to get past this round, you know. And I'd get past it, and I'd be like, wow. Well, I just, I just need to get past this next round, and then it'll be fine. I don't care if I get there. But I'd get past it. And it was just... I couldn't believe it. Mm. I didn't, I, you know, I just auditioned pretty much, obviously it would be, I wanted to be on the show, but mm -hmm. I auditioned because my, my parents wanted me to. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Awesome, man. What about your students? I bet they're all pumped up, man. Excited for you, too. They are. They're super pumped. They're, uh, so on the show, it said that I was a, a teacher, mm -hmm. actually a teacher's assistant. I don't yeah. want to be misrepresented. <laughs> yeah, I hear but, um, but but I co-teach the music classes at the school that I work at. Yeah, man. I'm actually going there tomorrow for the first time. Oh, that's gonna be great. So, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to them and and get to tell them about the experience and have kind of a Q and A session with them. Yep. And I'm really excited about it. Bring your selfie stick. <laughs> You're going to wear out the selfie stick tomorrow for sure. I mean, <laughs> that's great. Okay, I know you, I know it's uh, uh you, you're probably busy, but let me let me just ask you this one last question and I'll let you go. Um you know, there's a lot of people that's going to listen to this podcast and um there's a lot of people out there that's thinking about doing what you've done, thinking about trying out for the voice. What's some advice you can share with so you know, somebody who's Want to take the big step and try this? If somebody wants to audition for The Voice, um, hone your abilities the best that you possibly can. Be very confident in your abilities. I mean, if you go to an open call, prepare the, the best verse and chorus of your favorite song. Mm. You just think you just got to think it's fantastic. You got to go there. Just give it your all and show them that uh, you deserve to be on the stage. Because so many people audition and they're looking for confidence. They're looking for potential also, but mm -hmm. but I guess just just really go in and, and give it your absolute all and leave everything on the the, the floor of the room. You know, mm -hmm. just show them that you deserve it. Yeah, yeah, I think a good comparison might be like if you're trying to get a book published, you got to send the publisher the best sample of the book, like just to really wow them, you know, just to get them to, yeah. Well, look, man, it's going to. Show them your whole range. Show yeah. Them, show them your entire vocal range if you can. Yeah, like excessively, you don't hit, like, don't do that. But, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, practice and practice and practice and practice until you're confident that you're going to. Just nail it and go for it. You have nothing to be nervous about. That's great advice. 
All right, man, before I let you go, give me some closing thoughts for all your fans out there. Also, if you would, share your social sites so they can come check you out on Twitter and Instagram and, and websites and things like that, man. Of course, sure. To everyone listening, thank you so much for listening and for supporting me. The, the love and support that I've received over the past two weeks is just overwhelming in the very <laughs> best way. And I still can't even believe it. I cannot express my gratitude enough. If you want to follow me on Facebook, my Facebook page is facebook.com slash Ryan Quinn Musician. And if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at I am Ryan Quinn. 